following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts. Parents should be ready to cover their ears. Welcome, one and all, to the Broken Sea production of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Before we begin, we again ask that you make yourself comfortable and listen to this lesson from the Lawgiver. Praise him, praise him, my strength and my redeemer. That very night, Legadere hiked across the desert and climbed to the top of a nearby crag and looked off into the distant north at the unhealthy green glow on the horizon. And dropping to his knees, he prayed, O oh, Almighty, please, please hear my prayer. A buzzing broke through the air out of the north, encouraging him. Legadere continued, Almighty, I know you can hear me. Please send me a sign. The buzzing filled the air once again as lightning flashed across the burnt lands below him. That he took as a sign. I believe that you hear me, he cried at the top of his lungs, leaping to his feet. O oh, Almighty, Legadere prayed, I know that we are your chosen ones. Please show me where there is a land big enough for all three of the great ape families to live under one law without wandering about. Suddenly, lightning flashed right at Legadere, forking through him and traveling out to the south behind him. Legadere spun about facing south and collapsed in a heap at the top of the crag. And now, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Beautiful. I'll keep it down. 
friend, what have you gotten yourself into? What? What are you pointing at? That house. You want to go into an ape's home. Let me tie up the horse. Come on! in good spirits, program. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Wish we had more duty today. Kill the seat in front of those damn chimpanzees telling them what it's all about. <laughs> Vargo, those humans won't know what hit them when our Gorilla Legions march on the Forbidden Zone. Yeah. Hey, everyone is at the amphitheater today anyway. You go patrol by the stadium. I'll cover for you here. There's a nubile young gorilla that's taken a fancy to me a few blocks over. Been meaning to stop by anyway. You'd do that for me, Braga. Go on. Before I change my mind, Vorgo. <laughs> and just get back before it's over and by the lawgiver. Don't let Ursa see you. <laughs> Thanks. I'll meet you back here. Go on. What was that? Is there someone there? Don't make Braga come in and get you out of the scrub brush. Fine. You won't come out. My orders are to shoot first. And Braga always follow orders. qualified. <laughs> Better get back to my patrol. Now I'm gonna have to explain to Aristus why I'm firing off rounds within the city limits. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Like so many lies. 
Enough steam, General Ursus, Dr. Zaius? Oh, it, it's fine, young one. Now run along. The General and I have important matters to discuss. Yes, sir. Is that your nephew, Ursus? Yes, on my wife's side. A bit jumpy, that one. Good lad, but needed direction. The steam baths will show him the meaning of a hot day's work, eh? <laughs> now, what is it you want to discuss? Ursus, I can only pray that you know what you're doing. How can you doubt it, Doctor? After the reports of the strange manifestations in the Forbidden Zone, manifestations that you, as Minister of Science, have been unable to fathom, Couple that with the blasphemy committed against my other nephew by those skinless, masked, <clears throat> humans. And since then, twelve more of my scouts have vanished into thin air. <clears throat> Eleven. Eleven. <clears throat> the twelfth comes back with incredible reports of huge walls of fire and earthquakes. His mind was obviously shattered by unsimian torture. The same as my nephew, though the butchers didn't try to meld his head with a, a human's. <clears throat> by whom? We've seen the one, but what is he? Who cares? But if it lived, it ate. And if it ate, it can be killed. I think you're being hasty. No. Decisive. Hmm. Decisions come from weighing evidence. Even with the dead, whatever it is, we are still in the dark. Hmm. It is through evidence that a scientist arrives at the truth. And a politician. Hmm. Hmm. At expediency. Then let us discuss what is evident and what is expedient. <clears throat> what is evident is that by this overpopulation we face famine. <clears throat> what is expedient is <clears throat> that we should control it and be outnumbered by our enemies. I look to the day when not thousands, <clears throat> but millions will march under the ape banner. <clears throat> should we not wait until then? If we must invade. And let our enemies invade first? <clears throat> I would sooner attack at my convenience than be forced to defend at theirs. We invade or we starve. It's as simple as that. And as dangerous. What is more dangerous than famine? <clears throat> the unknown.
I had any proper sense of scientific purpose, Cornelius, I wouldn't be cutting up the healthy heads of humans. I should be dissecting the diseased brains of gorillas to find out what went wrong. And how exactly would you put it right, Zira? Hmm? I'd wet nurse the, the babies on the milk of chimpanzees. I thought I'd left. The milk no of kindness. After you, dear. At least when our child is born, it won't be Mind. breastfed on file. Uh, the trouble with intellectuals, my dear, is that we have the responsibility, but no power. Chocolate icing. Do you like chocolate? No, you don't. Well, mm. I do. Good leaf. Mm. And if we did take power into our own hands, we'd be as bad or worse than them. <laughs> I don't mm. agree. They are a genetic accident, a mistake of nature. The gorillas are cruel because they are stupid, mm. all bone and little brain. Mm. I do wish you wouldn't talk like this, Zira. Someone might hear you. Quit smoking that damn pipe for a second and listen to me. Uh, Nova! Taylor? What are you doing here? My name isn't Taylor. It's Brent. You... you... you talked. Impossible. In a whole lifetime devoted to the scientific study of humans? I've only found one other like you who could talk. Taylor... Taylor? Where? Is he alive? How? Tell us. Have you seen him? I don't know where. I'm trying to find him. And the longer I'm here, the less I'm beginning to care. We love Taylor. He was a fine, unique specimen. Specimen? And if it had not been for Zira, he'd be here still. A stuffed exhibit with glass eyes in the hall of the Zeus Museum. Like his two friends. Like his two friends, huh? Well, I don't plan on staying quite that long. Can you give me some food, water, and a map so I know where I'm going with, uh, with, uh, Nova here? Your arm also needs some care. Damn! You sit. Here, Nova, have an apple while I fix your friend. I'll get a map. You, Brent, eat this and stay still. This might sting. Here is our city. And here, to the north, is where Zira and I... Damn! the hell is in that stuff you're using, Zira? You wouldn't know if I told you. Just relax. Among other things, I'm a trained vet. Thanks. Go on, Cornelius. We last saw Taylor and Nova going through the gap between this lake and the sea. They were heading deep into the territory that we call... I know. The Forbidden Zone. Who told you that? Your glorious leader back there. Ursus is not my... Someone's at the door. My maps. No, get back in the car. Uh, you two in there. No. What's going on? Back into the Coming. Shh. Uh, one Please minute. Don't talk. Uh, Understand? Zira. Cornelius, open the door. Your medical supplies. Open the door. But, okay. Dr. Zayus, <laughs> we were just going to sit down for a bite. Not until I've talked some sense into that headstrong wife of yours. Um, well, she's... Good day, Dr. Zayas. What happened to your cheek? Has there been an accident? Cornelius hit me. What? For my bad behavior. I don't blame him. I don't resent it. Not his nails need clipping. Sarah! Oh, enough of this nonsense. Even after I spoke to you earlier. Yet still... Are you so blind, you two psychologists, that you're unaware that we are on the brink of a grave crisis? 
You heard Ursus's speech? Militaristic trite, Sarah. Perhaps. But eleven of his guerrilla scouts on reconnaissance have vanished in the Forbidden Zone. Well, it serves him right. Zero. Ursus is determined to have his revenge. All out war, if needs be. Ursus now has the incident he needs to go on a rampage of conquest. But that is appalling. After Zira and I first unlocked the secrets of the Forbidden Zone, you intervened at our trial for heresy. I know. The price we paid was the vow never to disclose the discovery that man evolved from apes. But to remain silent while this bully, Ursus, is permitted to destroy everything in his path is no longer possible. I am not senile. My memory is intact as to today's events. Uh, Yes, sir. No disrespect intended. You want to once more stand trial for heresy? (laughs) No, my children. This time I may not be here to plead for (laughs) clemency. Where are you going? Into the Forbidden Zone. With Ursus. (laughs) Another manhunt, Doctor? The disappearance of these scouts is more than the work of a mere man. Someone, or something... Has outwitted the intelligence of the gorillas. That shouldn't be difficult. Zira, please. As Minister of Science, it is my sworn duty to find out if some other form of life exists. Some new threat to our civilization. Before Ursus barges in and destroys all the evidence. But if these creatures, or whatever they are, are intelligent... Why shouldn't they be able to live with us in peace and harmony? For the same reason that man could not live in harmony. Even with his own kind. He abused his own intelligence and destroyed his own world. We apes have learned to live in innocence. Let no one be he man or some other... (coughs) other creature. Attempt to corrupt that innocence. Really? What? What? Is innocence so evil? Ignorance is... There is a time for truth. And the time is always now. Are you asking me to surrender my principles? Oh, here we go again. I'm asking you to be the guardians of the higher principles of science in my absence. I am... I'm asking for a <clears throat> truce with your personal convictions in an hour of public danger. And you shall have it, Dr. Zayas, or I, I shall hit her again. <sighs> oh, let us have no more violence, Cornelius. <clears throat> now, I'm relying on you both. And we're relying on you. If I should fail to return from the Forbidden Zone, the whole future of our civilization will be yours to preserve or destroy. So think well before you act. Goodbye, Doctor. And good luck.
There he goes. Cornelius, get Nova and the... I mean, Brent. Right. Nova, Brent, come out. What was that? Let me finish this dressing and get you out of here. Yes, get me out of here, please. I've seen the delicate way they treat humans around here. I don't like it. Hold still while I wrap that wound. Ugh. Do you have a horse? Yes, and the scrub. There, done. I'll have to get you another set of clothes. These silvery, shiny things you're wearing will not work at all here. The kind fit for humans like yourself so you'll pass. <laughs> and get rid of these. My dog tags? Yes, and you too, Nova. Get rid of these, these dog tags. I don't think she'll part with them, Zira. They were tailors. Then hide them. Understand this, Brent, from another world. If you are caught by the gorillas, remember one thing. What's that? Never to speak. What would I have to say to a gorilla? But don't you understand? Only apes can speak. Not her, and not you. If they catch you, they will dissect you and kill you. In that order. Cornelius is right. Be very careful. Get out of those things you're wearing as soon as you can. Here's some more human-looking guard. Oh, they stink. In the world, Brent, so do humans. Blend in if you want to live. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you both. Thank us for finding Taylor. If he's alive. Come on, Nova. Ah, what a day. Milo! Milo? The day's not over yet. Come, Zira. We promised Dr. Milo we would go and speak with him. Hmm. I'm worn out. You go. Zira. Milo was adamant. We both need to speak with him. And in light of today's events, I believe that we need to. Oh, all right. So much for my chocolate icing. I can make it later. I hope so. my life going into the Siegenhain prison camp after its liberation by General Patton's troops. There were 1,200 British troops there, men from all parts of the Commonwealth, and my colleague Bill Costello and I were the first Englishmen they'd seen. The first free Englishmen as well. God, I love this. God save me, I love this cell. What was that, sir? The smell, the feel, the taste of war. Never in the history of man has an army done as much as my goddamn third army, Burton. Yes, sir. We've taken it to the crowds, all right. Daryl Patton! Daryl Patton! Slow down, Burton. What do you want, soldier? After kicking all these Nazis ass, well, me and the boys will wonder where you're taking us next, sir. We're going to Berlin, son. And I'm going to go and personally hang that paper-hanging son of a bitch, Hitler. See you boys in downtown Berlin. Hell. If I ever last one of you boys a goddamn beer. <laughs> Let's go, Martin. Yes, sir.
Hold on, sir. Here comes General Bradley. Shit! Brad! How's my boss doing out there on the battlefield? Come to watch us roll on to victory? George, glad to see you too. We need to talk. Can this wait? Here the goddamn roads open from here to the Rhine. I promised the boys a stein on me and Hitler's office. George, I'm serious. Burton, this includes you too. Yes, sir. What in the name of Sam Hill do a three-star and a four-star have to meet about? That includes my driver. George, shut up and come on. We'll take my jeep. You heard the man, Burton. Let's go and see what the boss wants. Apparently you've been promoted. Yes, sir. Goose chase. It's a goddamn shame, Burton. Brad and I kowtowing to Monty and the goddamn Russians. They'd be in downtown Berlin by now. Instead, here we are, heading to the mountains to an apparently abandoned secret Nazi base. Well, sir, forward parachute secured the base. Great. Why am I needed here? Something to keep me busy while Monty gets all the goddamn glory? As for you... And Sam Hill, didn't you tell me you were a secret agent for the OSS, Burton? Security reasons. Security reasons, my ass. What's Bradley thinking? Filling my goddamn Third Army with a bunch of goddamn spooks. So, Lieutenant, can you tell me why in the hell we're here now? As you know, General, we broke the Nazis' highest communications a while back. As Normandy fell, we nabbed a top secret intercept between Goring and Himmler. Goring had stumbled onto something that President Roosevelt didn't want the Russians. For that matter. British, even, to know about it. And what's so goddamn important that I can't wait until the war is done? You see, uh, sir... What? We're here. This is it? Some goddamn warehouse built on the side of a mountain? It's what the warehouse is built over that concerns the president. Halt and show me your identification. Sir. General Patton, son! I don't have time for this! Hurry your ass up and open the goddamn gate! I have to get back to the front, damn it! I have a war to win! No can do, sir. You don't have the clearance. I don't have the... Look, you sorry son of a... General, sir, allow me. You got two seconds, Burton, and I'm holding a court-martial right goddamn here. Yes, sir. I'm an OSS soldier on orders from the president. The general and I need to make an inspection. Hmm. All in order? You can both pass through. Uh, thank you. Uh, guard, have you found the SS doctor charged affairs yet? Yeah. Boy has roughed him up after seeing the pillars. Still wouldn't talk, even after losing a few pieces. So I've been told. Where is he? Stockade's behind the north wall. Good luck with that Nazi bastard. Yeah, thank you. Let's go take a look, Jim. Goddamn well-placed connections, Burton. It helps. Experiments were conducted here. Vile experiments. But that's not why we're here. What kind of 
vile. Jesus H. Christ! Are those? Pillars made of skulls. And curtains made of human skin. That's not the worst. Who are we going to see? General, please put away your pearl-handled revolver. His name! He's over there. His name, Burton! Dr. Hasline. So good of you to join me. Here, Burton. I see you have done as I requested and brought someone in authority. Dr. Hasline, meet General Pat. A pleasure, Herr General. Look, Hasline, I understand you were in charge of this hell camp. You have two minutes to tell me something that will convince me that your continued existence is worth my time. General! Back off, Burton. Hasline, tell me why I shouldn't let my revolver remove the back of your goddamn skull. I see. Tell you I cannot. Show you. I can do. Herr General. This better be good. And I'm Malcolm McDonald, your assistant director. Nice to meet you. It's about a little hard last night, Tim. Christ, no. I hadn't slept worth a damn in weeks. I worked late last night. What do you want? Governor Breck wants to speak with you. Breck? What does that megalomaniac want? And you remember that meteor of unknown origin that struck the Hawaiian Islands two weeks ago? Unknown origin? Aren't all meteors of unknown origin? Anyone killed? No. Then why should I care about a meteor in an uninhabited part of Hawaii? Metallurgic reports were strange. A squad was sent in to investigate. They had dogs with them. So? The virus, or radiation, or disease, or whatever was part and parcel of the meteorite had no effect on people. But the dogs died instantly. Their organs eaten from the inside out. Jesus. Yeah. The virus, or disease or whatever it is from preliminary reports has no cure and now cats have started dying as well not in great numbers yet outside Hawaii and inside Hawaii all dead every dog and cat all dead all of them Christ what does Brett want to talk about the talking apes from 1973 oh, that was Hasline's department well, he's the governor and with the new governor's powers bill enacted, he's the boss. Answers only to the president. Yeah, I know that. Tell him I'll be there in an hour. I'm going to check the news on TV and then head out that way. Have my limo ready. Will do. And, Tim, get some rest. You're not as young as you once were. Yeah, thanks. Get the limo, McDonald. <laughs> right. Of a way to start a morning. 
Jesus. Ah, I wonder if the Lakers won last night. Ah. This is a really big moment. After 10 years together, exclusively here on MTV this evening, we're going to see Kiss without their makeup for the very first time. Benny Vincent, lead guitarist and co-writer of many of the songs on the current Kiss album. Eric Carr, a drummer, has been with the band since 1979. And Kiss is, by the way, the very first band that Eric has ever been with. Paul Stanley, rhythm guitarist and lead vocalist. Paul is a co-founder of the group. Gene Simmons, bass, also co-founder of KISS. He is a fire-breathing, blood-spitting monster of KISS. And also live tonight in San Diego, the last circus still running in the United States is coming to town. Armando's amazing old-time circus with a trick-riding chimpanzee have to see to believe the amazing equestrian Milo. Ah, Christ. Everyone's got friggin' monkeys on the brain. Thank you for listening to the Broken Sea expanded audio adaptation of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Expanded and adapted for audio by Bill Holweg. From the scripts by Mort Abrams and Paul Den, based on the world created by Pierre Boulle. This is a work of fan fiction, a celebration of the films and audio for the simians everywhere. Thank you for listening to Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Episode 5. Adapted for audio by me, Bill Holwig. Hope you enjoyed. Sorry for the long delay. Anyway, the cast tonight, which were brilliant, Mark Kalita as the lawgiver. Mark Kalita as Cornelius. Colin Snow as Brent. Natasha Lathrop as Zira. Ursus as Paul Mannering. Zaius was Gareth Preston. Borgo was Jack Hostley. Braga was Bill Holwig. The Gorilla Boy was played by Brian of Seraphic Panoply. Burton was played by my buddy Jeff Billard. General Patton was played by W. Ralph Walters, a.k.a. the Zombie Astronaut. General Bradley was played by Bruce Busby. Soldier number one, Jack Ward. Soldier number two, Seth Adam Shearer. Various soldiers of Patton's Third Army were played by Bill Holwig and Jack Ward. Dr. Hasline was voiced by Gary Cobham. The newscaster was Jack Hosley of Wander Radio. And Malcolm McDonald rounds out the cast, played by Seth Adam Shearer. And tonight's lesson from the lawgiver was supplied by the groovy people at the POTA Yahoo groups and written by Glenn Sheets. Hope you enjoy. Stay tuned for episode six coming soon as I can mix it. Thank you again for listening and tune in for more audio grooviness at www.brokensea.com. I hope you all have enjoyed it and will return to us again soon for the next exciting installment. Good evening. Funny, isn't it? Our line of work, take surveillance, for instance. You can watch and listen to a person for months, get to know them better than their own mother does. Their routine, likes, dislikes, dreams. 
understand them better than the people you call friends. And then you remember, you've never met them face to face, never shared a single word. I've done my best to cover our tracks, to start afresh, but whoever or whatever was behind the village is still active. Nago! No! Mom! Help me! Please, Alice. Unless you trust us, we can't find Megan. What did you do? Who are you hiding from? It's about a man you might have met. An old dog who slipped his leash. What's his name? That's the strangest thing. There are no records, only one picture. Maybe that's why they keep winning. Because it's hard for the good guys to trust each other. Right now, that information is the only asset you have. You know how this works. If we wanted, we could simply arrest you. For what? Well, there's so many ways to be a threat to the public goods, aren't there? Because you've been to the village and escaped. You've seen it. <laughs> the village. The ultimate abuse of power. Stretching back for years. The, the oldest conspiracy of them all. I'll tell you what I've got to do. Escape, find my daughter, and blow this place off the face of the earth. With you at the center when it happens. <laughs> the prisoner. Torch bearer. Coming soon from Broken Sea Audio Productions at BrokenSea.com Anything wrong? Desperately. They've accidentally activated the Doomsday Machine again and I'll have to go and stop the countdown.